Hello Marlins fans and welcome to this edition of Big Fish Small Pod for Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. And if you are new to the Small Pod, here we like to give you all the information about the Marlins for that particular day in 10 minutes or less. And it's the off-season Marlins fans and for those of you who may not know, we are on a different schedule now throughout a bit of the off-season. Um, for me, I will be continuing the Big Fish Small Pod um, every week, but it will be, my day will be on Tuesdays, and then my co-host, at Wardell, will be his for Friday. So, uh, you will get the Big Fish Small Pod every Tuesdays and Fridays, but First, we have to talk about the Marlins because the season's done. It's over. It almost seems like the nightmare is over with. We've woken up. And the Marlins did end the season on a high note, which is really great to see. The Marlins actually, you know, they won the, the series against the Phillies, which is really great momentum to actually have into the next series, beating your division rival two out of three, the, the last series of the year. Should bring some some good momentum and just maybe some good thoughts for Marlins going into next year. But overall, if you want to look at the season as a whole, it was not kind to Miami. They did finish 67 and 95, 21 and a half games back out of first place. But the Marlins did finish at fourth, so they were not the worst team. In the National League East, and also to look forward to in the off season and later on next year, the Marlins will have the sixth pick in the MLB draft. So they are picking top six, and usually there's a lot of great prospects from college, high school that the Marlins will be keen to look at. But we'll be talking about the draft um, months in advance when it comes closer. But for right now, let's look at the Marlins players um maybe guys who probably won't be here next year guys who who should stick around and on the top of the list of guys who should stick around you have to go i I believe a guy who should be competing for a starting catcher or at least you know bench guy is nick fortes nick fortes has been dominating just a man on a mission he has been almost lights out excuse me four home runs on the year nick fortes has been dominating nick fortes should definitely be at least a spring training offer he should get it be able to compete to be on on the active roster for miami and he should be able to get that opportunity in the coming months but you look at the marlins this season was not great at all um, you look at their home runs, and, and I'm looking at uh, guys who are still in the roster because before we talk about home run leaders, easily go to Adam Duvall. But for Miami, the highest was just Jesus Aguilar with 22. Right after that, Jazz Chisholm with 18. Jesus Sanchez with 14. And Jesus Sanchez is a guy next year who I think is just going to have a breakout season. Jesus um, just came up a bit late this year. In terms of heating up, but when he did, he has been dominant. He has four. He had 14 home runs, 808 OPS, on base percentage of 319. 
Sanchez was looked really great in the second half of the season when he got more opportunities in the starting lineup and the guy the Marlins should just place there for the next couple years and just watch him develop, watch him become a star. Because I believe Jesus Sanchez has that potential. And another guy that the Marlins should at least look at for maybe the fourth outfielder or even in starting in starting outfielders, Brian De La Cruz. De La Cruz, since you know, that trade for Yemi Garcia, which is probably the best trade the Marlins have done this season, um, looked really good too. You know, his average is not bad. It's really good. His average is around 290, 296. He, he has, you know, around five home runs. He'll drive in some runs as well. But his main um, aspect for me is just defensively. He is really great defensively. He will get up and catch the ball. He will put an extra effort to catch a f- uh, fly out. He'll put his body on the line. Brian De La Cruz is a great player to have in the outfield. And especially we're talking about a depth guy, someone who's 24 years old, um, who turns 25 in December. This is a really great player to have, still developing. He hasn't even played a full season yet, and it was really great this year for Miami. And then we go to the pitchers. The biggest question mark of the month will be Jesus Lucero, in my opinion. Just, you know, him coming out with Miami, he has not been great. He he has his highs, his lows, but his lows are way worse. They do not look good. His highs, they're good, but it's just Lissardo was not good at all, in my opinion, since that trade. And you look at Starling Marte, should just all-star level season, should probably get, you know, maybe a couple um, AL MVP votes, maybe like top 10 at the very least, but Starling Marte has been incredible this season with the A's after being traded from Miami. Lucero has been almost a complete opposite. And that's just one trade um, that Miami probably um, regrets. And the other one is the Adam Duvall, Alex Jackson trade, which we're not going to get into because that the podcast is supposed to be left in 10 minutes. Uh, that will probably be an hour. But to look forward to free agency, the number one guy that the Marlins look at Hopefully trade, sign, whatever. Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds is an incredible player. And especially, you know, playing for the Pirates, which are worse than the Marlins. And they they have just been, you know, Brian Reynolds has just been incredible this year with the Pirates. And is someone that the Marlins desperately should get to try to to try to get. And also just uh, there are a whole bunch of players that the Marlins do need. They do need Summer relievers, because I don't think you have to bring back um, Anthony Bass. That is not someone um, I would bring back, maybe, in terms of uh, having him at the reliever role, but not out of the closer. Do not have him come and pinch the ninth inning, because we've seen what, how, how's that been for the Marlins this season. They have been burned by Anthony Bass in the ninth inning. And you know, we would all love Miami to get guys like Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, Corey Seager, even a Javi Baez, but I really don't see Marlins picking up someone like that, especially how much money could other guys who could probably ask for $100 million and probably will get it. And especially catchers, it's going to be difficult. Um, they're going to have to make a trade, you know, someone maybe like Jacob Stallings because the free agent market 
It's again full of veterans, and I don't think their moms are going to try to get someone like a Buster Posey, Magdalino, um, Jan Gomes. Um, it's going to be really difficult for Miami to do something like that, and we'll probably have to trade market much more than just straight up signing someone in free agency. But someone that they should look at, especially in the outfield, that can help out is someone like Mark Hanna or someone maybe like Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham's a little older at 34, but those two guys are veterans. They're leaders in the clubhouse. They will help the Marlins, especially that young outfield. You know, Brian De La Cruz and, and Jesus Sanchez, they will definitely 110% help out. They would, once you have a, a veteran like that who's been there, who's done that, they make everyone better. And, and that's why the Marlins should try to acquire someone like a Mark Hanna, Tommy Pham, maybe bring back a Starling Marte. Who knows? We'll see. But another guy to really look out for is Chris Taylor. He'll drive a pretty penny, but Dom Magnet did mention earlier this season that he likes that style of a player that is able to have multiple positions. Maybe like a Nick Castellanos will be someone really great for Miami to hit a home run, bring in fans, sell up jerseys, someone that would be really great. But overall, it's going to be a very interesting offseason. I'm over 10 minute mark. It's a lot of things to talk about. It's really hard to squeeze in 10 minutes, but Big Fish Small Pod will be back this Friday, so make sure to check it out and stay up to date with all of Fish Drives because we are not going anywhere, and the season has just started.